After Buzzers, you're watching the After Buzz TV After Show for The Vampire Diaries Season 8, Episode 10, Nostalgia's a Bitch. Join us as we break down the episode and give you our thoughts and predictions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. So fun. Good song choice. It is a good song choice. Thank you very much, Sirens. Yeah, goodbye to the Sirens. Hey guys, I'm your host, Katie Campbell. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Joining me tonight is Sam Davidson. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us and thank you to everybody in the chat. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And we are missing Tiana and Jordana tonight, unfortunately. They wish they could be here, so make sure you guys tweet them. Um, you know, tell them what you thought about the episode, how you're feeling. The sirens are gone. I think. Pretty well, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, how are you feeling? This whole this whole episode gave us some characters from the past. How are you feeling about that? I feel like somebody listened to me, yeah. is what I feel. I feel like this episode was what I wanted the entire season thus far to have been is all of the characters that we used to love and I whether it's bringing people back from the dead or flashbacks or alternate realities which you know is the least favorable I think because you know that it's if it's in someone's head it's not really true but yeah. I did love us uh, seeing all these old characters yeah I was a little bummed about that the fact that we were in his head seeing them I thought I thought they would come back to the the reality of everything, but yeah, because it doesn't really, you know, cool. We're seeing those characters again. We could also just rewatch old episodes and see those characters again. Right. They don't have a real impact on what's happening because it's not real. Right. Right. Now let's actually jump into that. So the reason we go into his head in the first place is because you know we got Caroline and Bonnie. They're talking on the phone, and, and Bonnie stumbles upon Damon, who looks like he's in agony he's sitting in a chair um oh my gosh the tears that they made they made him cry tears right there that there was... is a lot of really good tears and i just want to know if cat Graham or ian summerholder if they like had any teardrop things they put in their eyes because they were just like it was oh. one of those tears that you don't hysterically cry and just blink your eye and you can see within your eyes that they're so sad i feel like I want to believe that they're just that good at acting. You know, I feel with Kat Graham, we see her cry a lot and, you know, for various things, and she gets, like, multiple mm -hmm. tears falling. And I just, I feel that that's real from her. Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, and it, I do want to say I loved the jogging scene of the, mm -hmm. you know, she's on the phone with Caroline, and this is, you know, they're best friends. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll come to you. She was already on her way to her because she knew she wouldn't want to go anywhere. And it was just really sweet. Yeah, and we've been getting that little moment between the two of them at least just for, like, 30 seconds to a minute every single episode, which is nice because, you know, they've been best friends for so long. And we love to see that, that little bond still there between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Bonnie stumbles upon Damon, and they can't jump into his mind. Um, he's just burning. All they see is fire, right? And when they bring Sybil in on the equation, she says, I can get you through the back door into the subconscious. Do you think that's weird? I just... That... Oh, are you talking about something sexual, Katie? No, no. Oh. Wow. <laughs> because I wrote something down, and I thought I was definitely going to be the one to bring it up, but uh, glad that she did. And because Sybil said after I wrote it down what she said, it was um, it was basically just like, I can get you in through the back door. 
of his brain. Like, oh my god, I didn't. That didn't even register with me. I don't know if it was on purpose or an accident, but guys, let us know in the chat if you also thought a couple dirty thoughts when she said that. Well, was it weird that she was able to get them back into the subconscious? Do we never? We never really see that when they go into the vampires' minds, or when they when you know our vampires they jump into the people's minds. We never see them going to the subconscious. Is is this is the first time? Well, we've seen them do it. Like, remember Rose? Right. We oh. see it sporadically, and we kind of forget that they have this power, but they do. But it's through... But with Damon, you can't even get in there if you wanted to. It's like a it's like a virus block or something, you know? That's why they have to let Sybil out. Well, Damon, if we're talking about Rose, Damon put Rose into, you know, that subconscious of her brain, then why couldn't Caroline... Maybe she just didn't know about it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that Damon was in such a deep, deep place. And just by the way, everyone, a lot of people in the chat, um, Glovia Jomi said, of course I had dirty thoughts. I'm wicked inappropriate. <laughs> but a lot of you guys too are laughing and thought, of course we thought the same thing. And I felt guilty as I was watching this thinking what's wrong with me. But thank you all <laughs> for making me feel less like a pervert. <laughs> Oh my god. And poor Katie is just ruined. Katie could barely say uh, tonight's episode, you guys. I know. Nostalgia's a bitch. I had to swear. Yeah, she did. I pulled through it, though. (laughs) So, Stefan is also in on this. Um, He's helping out, but for selfish reasons, because he needs more souls from Cage. So, he's like, Damon, we we gotta get moving. You know, you're not really doing anything. Which I think is funny, because Damon, the last couple of episodes now, we haven't seen him working for Cade. We know he is working for Cade, but we haven't seen him in action, really. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder, like, okay, Stefan's having these chats with Cade. Why isn't Cade coming after Damon? I was thinking that, too. It's, like, basically someone calling in sick from school and being like, can't, I have mono. Right. Like, sorry, I'm stuck in my own head because I'm a miserable human being that's just turned my humanity back on. Right. How, he can't hide there forever. And right. I, we end up finding out he doesn't, but I don't understand the thought process behind... I get it wasn't a thought process. He basically went into, like, a mental coma because he was breakdown. so guilty. He felt mm-hmm. so much guilt. Well, when we do send Bonnie and Caroline through, the first person we see is Henry, which was fun, you know? I mean, did have we... We've never seen him, right? Yeah, yeah, we have. When did we see Henry? him? He was, like... He, I know we've heard about him. He was back... I can't remember. I think maybe even in 1864 or something. He was back in the day. or like He was in he was flashbacks. A soldier. He was a soldier back in the day. And then he lived up until 2000 and whenever, I don't know, one of the first couple of seasons he was hiding out in somebody's house as a vampire and then he was killed. Oh, because he was in the... Uh he was with Pearl and all of them? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, he wasn't in that house. He was in a different house by himself. I think this was around the time when we were, um, like, when Elijah was, you know, in cl- the mention of Klaus, but, of course, we met Elijah first. Um, oh, God, you know what? I don't, I, and I have watched the first couple seasons a bunch of times. I don't, I really didn't remember him, and I... Really? Yeah, I watched it for the second time, and I was thinking... Still, oh, we've heard, I remember the story, but I don't remember him. So, oh yeah, yeah no, so Gemini9857 uh, said that Henry was a tomb vampire, so I think he might have gotten out and left the crew, because remember there was those oh. couple that were like, we don't want to be with you anymore kind of thing, right, right. and then they left. Yeah, because um, he was out on his own, like, squatting in some house, and then he ended up dying. Yeah, so he was a vampire in mm-hmm. this, yeah. in Damon's head, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, but it's interesting too. We got the first little bit right there when they ask where's Damon, and he points when oh, that painting behind you. You know, it was Damon dressed up in 1864 as a soldier. And Gemini again made a great comment. Um, Henry had been in the tomb, a lark, and Damon killed him. So this okay, this makes so much sense for me. Sorry if this is repeat for all of you, but. It's been a while. I was a bit confused. I didn't yeah, so, so realize Dame, he killed him. Yeah. So that's, like, why I think he had him there in his head because he felt guilty. You know, that was somebody that maybe perhaps he shouldn't have killed, you know? Yeah, just maybe. Yeah. So um, I felt like the time that he's like, oh, he's right behind you. You know, you realize that, what is it, 2017? Did yeah. he say that? Or did he say it's <clears throat> modern times? Or whatever the phrase he used, that, that it's today. Yes. Um, I just, I realized and I put it together. I was like, oh, for some reason, Damon's dead. I don't know how we're going to find him now, but I knew in that second right there. It is weird because it's like he mentally killed himself Mm -hmm. because he cannot actually kill himself. So let's say that he wasn't in this pact with Cade Mm because, you know, he can't die. Do you think at this point when, if his humanity were to have been turned on and he could have you know staked himself and killed himself if he would have because of all this guilt but do you think that his love for elena would have stopped him and then among like friendship with bonnie and all that stuff i don't know i uh, because how is i think he really didn't want to get out of this place in his brain but at the same time he did leave little you know uh, snippets for bonnie to kind of figure out yeah i love that um, the second person we see is Vicky at um, the grill, and we see the... Yay! She's one of my favorite characters, really? honestly, and I read an article the other day because it was released that she was on set and stuff, Yeah, and she was like one of my favorite scenes of all time shooting the Vampire Diaries, just any experience was, um, the, and it's one of my favorite scenes of the Vampire Diaries ever, was when Damon um, is like turning her and they're dancing oh my gosh, at the house in so their fun. underwear, and yeah. she's in her underwear, and that is like one of the best things, and she said shooting that was one of the best experiences. This song is like... Yeah. It's an amazing song. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's a fun scene. It looked really fun. Yeah, and the, she said it was. I was thrilled to have her back. Well, uh, we also see, right, like, as we're talking to her, right before we start talking to her, we see the paper of the animal attack, and those are the two people in the very first episode ever of the Vampire Diaries that were killed. Those are the first two people. In the very beginning, the animal attack. Yeah. Those are the first two people when we finally, when we first meet Elena and she goes downstairs and she's talking to Aunt Jenna and she looks at the TV. Those are the two people. Who are the two people? Where were they? They were in this episode? Yeah, they were in the paper. Oh. The paper at the Mystic Grill. Oh, right. But they had, someone did kill them. It just. Someone did, yeah. And it was an animal attack. Um, and then Vicky, we see she has the, you know, the bandage on her neck. Did you think? I, I thought, oh, Damon bit her. I did yeah. not think it was going to be just a hickey. Right. And that's what I think they thought, they wanted us to believe, so we thought that, you know, he was still around. Well, okay, she drew way more attention to this hickey than probably necessary. She could have just put some makeup over it. I mean, she put the huge, like, the most massive bandage on her neck for that little hickey. Yeah, it's like, what do you expect people to think that you're not, (laughs) you've not been attacked by a vampire? If I saw you at that, I was like, Katie... Where did you find one? Yeah. Where did you find one? What's his name? His name's Stefan. Oh, no. God. So, uh, I think that would be, like, if I, if you were asleep and I could just, like, hack into your brain, you would just, it would just be you and Stefan 
on that rooftop that him and Alina were on right after she turned, you know, and you'd Pretty be much. holding hands and looking at the moon and stuff. You just nailed it. <laughs> so the next person we see is uh, Caroline's mom, um, Sheriff Forbes. I lost it at this moment. I just, like, the way that Caroline said, oh, my, I forgot how pretty she was. Like, oh, my gosh, this made me, I was in tears. And it, But it also made me angry. Like, I don't want to see those kind of characters that had such tragic deaths. I don't want to see them as not real. I want our characters to have closure and yeah. to be able to really talk to them, to their spirits, their souls, whatever. Or even if it's in the past. If it was in the past almost, like time traveling, I feel like I would have liked it better. Yeah. Because it would have actually happened and it could have actually happened in time. Well, I loved the sweet moments between them and, and I liked that even even though we were in his subconscious. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. But the moment she just started turning on her and saying, you know, you... Are some you're the one well, I'm why looking that for? Happen? That really made me upset. Me too, because that's what her father did to her, Caroline's father. Remember mm-hmm. when he found out, and we all thought, but Sheriff Forbes would have never done that because she did find out. But the way Sheriff Forbes found out was crazy and complicated. But I, we always thought, I think, that it was the father that was the bad guy that would have done that to her if it would have been her Tortured mother. Tortured her, you're saying? Yeah, if yeah. it would have been her mother, it would have happened differently. But that wasn't true. Yeah, I think maybe the reason why that could have happened is because, you know, Damon was leaving these things to be found, so hoping that some way that she could lead Caroline to a trail of finding him. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. But, and she, you know, also said Damon's been dead for years. She checked the, the, what is it called? Yeah, the... The registry, is that what you call it? A registry of just, like, people that live there? Just humans? The town records, maybe? Yeah, well, because that is also in one of, in the first seasons, one of the early episodes when Elena is going through, maybe it's the same book, or no, 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 it was just the sign-in book for the big party they went to, and she saw that it was, like, Stefan and Damon signed in, and, like, 18, whatever, yeah. I um, thought it was really a beautiful moment, though, when Caroline said to her mom, she's like, Damon's the only person who truly understands how much it hurt to lose you. And all the stuff he did, I forgave him for in that moment. But then, but then why did it throw her out of his head? Like, why did that, it's like, oh, he doesn't care enough about you. I think maybe the torture threw her out, because she started bleeding from the nose right there. And, um... Again, Gemini9857 said, Caroline's father couldn't be compelled, and I think he was trying to make um, make her stronger and less likely to kill. And I do remember that now. It's, you know, these storylines at the beginning were so amazing, mm-hmm. and they honestly, I think, are better than they are now, but it, sometimes it's hard to remember them. Yeah. Well, when Caroline does wake up, Sybil tells her about the cure, the whole Bonnie and Enzo, you know, she hasn't told you yet, and, you know, everything that Bonnie wants gets thrown into the back seat. And I, okay, I agree with that. A lot of times Bonnie's wants and needs have been thrown to the side. Sometimes Bonnie just pushes them there. But in this particular instance, Bonnie stopped talking about what she needed to talk to Caroline about. She said, Caroline, get down here. There's a problem with Damon. And her main focus became her friend, Damon. So it wasn't necessarily Caroline saying, listen, Bonnie, like, I just don't want to talk right now. We need to do this. Yeah. It was that whole thing. It, uh, Sybil actually messed with my mind, too, I felt like. With that comment? Well, just, I, I almost was, like, turning my back and, and questioning, like, 
do these characters really think they're best friends? And, well, Bonnie literally didn't, it wasn't somebody else, but it was Bonnie's choice to focus on Damon for the moment. She can talk to Caroline about this later. Right. No, I do agree with that, but just the point that it was brought up and you saw Caroline, because having three best friends is something that I think I've talked about before, and I've a lot of times, well, there's three of you, not three best friends. You have two best friends. Right. It's really hard. And the thing with Caroline, Elena, and Bonnie, like, it, there always was two that was closer than the other. And it was always Caroline and Bonnie. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Bonnie Elena. and Elena. Right. And Caroline was just left on the side. So I feel like that's an old wound to kind of really, like, throw fire in. Right. Tired of Sybil throwing fire in the wounds. Well, I mean, she got hers. She did. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. So we also see Grams, and I was crying here as well. This was just so sweet between Bonnie and Grams. And what I loved about seeing Grams is when Bonnie started talking all crazy and saying these insane things, Grams like, "Well, this is possible." Like she already like she completely believes her. Yeah. Because she's a witch and knows how these things work. So and she remembers Stefan, but not Damon. She's never heard of him before. Yeah, like, I wish I just knew in that world where... And I also was worried they were going to run into themselves. Oh, really? Like, why wouldn't they have run into themselves? Or is that not possible? Like, I don't... Do you Because like, yeah. everybody else was there, and they could have... This would have been a where great... Where was Elena? <laughs> I know. Also, yeah. that is an amazing... I hope they do answer that question, like, where they were... In his brain. Well, I don't think they'll probably... They probably won't go back to it now that he's out of the little trap he was in in his own mind. Um, I love how Bonnie tells Grams, too, that she's in love with a vampire. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, child, you try to kill me? I know, and but her happiness is above anything, so she'll help her and, and use the letter. I was freaking out when she pulled the letter out of that, yeah. out of the dresser. I We have never heard this. There was something similar. I know that he's done before, but this is different. I was confused because I think he has written her a letter before that's basically being like, I'm a coward. Um, and let's kind of explain, at least for myself, yeah. what his thought process was there because she talked about him writing that when they were trapped in the 90s, right? Is that what he, she No, said? no, no. He wrote that when he was going to sleep um, because he couldn't bear life without Elena. So when Elena went to sleep, he's just like locking himself up he's gonna do a sleeping spell which i think was this was the beginning of season seven it was the end of season six when elena left damon was just gonna go to sleep and so that means that he would never be able to see bonnie again because in order for elena to come back bonnie would have to be dead Mm -hmm. so bonnie dies elena comes back damon wakes up and that was his whole plan because he couldn't bear the thought without her so this is when he wrote the letter when he was in that what is that called that little cargo box remember the coffin the cargo, the, well, he was in the coffin inside the, the shipping cargo. Oh, yes. Okay. I, I do this know is what you're talking happened. about. It's those seasons, like, I know I will rewatch this show probably after it's over, and I'm like, okay, let's start again, but I do feel like I might skip around a bit. Yeah, well, he was woken up by Stefan, remember, because Reyna was after them. Oh, good, God. Good Reyna, the heretics, like, they've tried everything. It's been a lot. To replace like a really good big bad but the best big bad they gave their own spinoff klaus yes well we also see tyler um ex- which was nice but he was also kind of angry just he's just like you gotta get out of here bonnie you gotta leave okay so this is this is 
this isn't Tyler. This is Damon's, um, like, creation of what Tyler would be at this point, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Tyler's not stuck in his brain. Subconscious. <clears throat> like I said, I just wish we could have seen where these characters actually are. Not yeah. just where he's putting them in Maybe his head. we will before the season's over. I don't know. I think so. Well, Bonnie in this moment realizes, okay, she sees the grave that Damon died. He lived and died as a human. He never became a vampire. And she gets it. And she says, you know, Stefan needs to go in there. They mm-hmm. need to talk. And this whole moment between the two of them I thought was like very... It was a really sad thing. I mean, Stefan went in there to say, listen, I forgive you, Damon, for all the horrible things you've done. And Damon's like, no, I forgive you. That's what this is about. It's just like the biggest grunge, grudge in like the history of anything. I know. And like for me, I'm. we should rewatch the episode of the flashback where they both turn, you know, that Catherine... It's Catherine. Like, it wasn't really their fault, I don't well, think. I get that it was one thing happened the other, and Damon basic or Stefan basically, he did kind of force him into into feeding. Because Damon was like, listen, I'm just going to die. I'm He was sitting by the lake, I remember this episode, and he's like, I'm just going to die. Like, I don't want to become a vampire. And he thought at that time Catherine died. The love of his life, she's gone, you know? So he was just ready to go, and Stefan brings back this girl dripping blood on her neck, and this is when... Katie, you're like an encyclopedia right now. This is amazing. Thank you. (laughs) Katiepedia. (laughs) (laughs) So, blood's dripping. He, you know, feeds, and there we are. He's a vampire. And he's saying that, like, you turned me into a vampire. I Basically, he promised him an eternity of misery, and all these bad things happen, and it's all Stefan's fault. And I just feel like you can't say that. Okay, I know he did that back then, and that was wrong to you, and he shouldn't have done it, and okay, but you can't justify all these bad things being just because Stefan made you turn. So, Unicorn Con 379 says, I think Stefan needed to hear it, though. I think Stefan felt guilty still. Mm -hmm. It is a long grudge, though, like centuries old. Yeah. It's kind of like... I mean, I've always said, which I know some people have agreed with me and some haven't, that I don't even, I barely remember that. I don't, like, this is such an old thing. And the truth is, if Damon wouldn't have ever turned into a vampire, he would have never met Elena, who made him, I think, a better person than he was even when he was human, even though he was innocent when he was human. Do you think maybe that's one of the reasons why he's coming around to forgive him? Like, that's a factor there? I mean, listen, I think that from the beginning, I guess it was Stefan's fault, but when someone starts something and then someone else does so many very, very bad things in return, the tables turn. Right. And I don't think either one of them are completely innocent. Like, they both have done bad things. I want them to be friends. Like, at the end of the series, I want the brothers to, like, finally just let it all go. Yeah, and so Ron Martinez in the chat says Damon loves being a vampire, and that was, I think, all brought up maybe by a fan that tweeted us. It was that when Elena wanted them both to turn human, there was that talk about it before she went into her slumber. Mm -hmm. Damon, that was a problem that they had. He didn't really want to be human. Right. So He loved being a vampire. Yeah, I mean, things happen the way I think they're supposed to. Well, um, you know, they fight, they physically fight, and Damon's not healing because in Damon's mind, since it's all Stefan's fault from the beginning, he basically all the attacks that were happening around town, it was all Stefan, which I thought was interesting because Damon did kill those two people in that animal attack in the very first episode. 
wasn't Stefan, but he's saying it is Stefan because he turned me. So he has made me. So I just thought that was a little bit just too too long of a grudge to spin it yeah, like that. You know, it's like people that had crappy parents or something, you know, and I'm not I'm not talking about abused or anything. I'm talking about they went through a nasty divorce or something, blah, 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 and it wasn't a perfect childhood. Yeah. And those people that hold on to that for forever and are in therapy when they're like 50 years old talking about their parents' divorce. Blaming. It's like after things happen, you have to make a choice about who you're going to be. And that's not Stefan's fault. Yeah. Well, we finally get to see Damon come out of that and he kills Stefan uh, right away. And on the other side of things, also throughout this entire episode, we have got stuff going on with Matt and his dad. A lot of stuff. And this bell, which we finally get some answers tonight. I Okay, so I tried to quote it verbatim because I was like, I still don't understand. <laughs> I think Katie can explain it to me. Explain Great. the spell situation. Okay, well, before we get to the bell real quick, I just want to talk about Violet Fell really quickly. That was, you know, interesting that they kept her in for about five seconds but I guess it was just to talk more about what Stefan's doing for Cade. I think that it's that, but also, I mean, the Fell family is a founding family. You know, we had Meredith, we had, oh God, who's the Fell in season one with uh, Jenna? Logan. Logan. It's a big thing, so I don't know, I find that there must be significance in her being a Fell. Yeah. Do you, a, you think it's not over, possibly talking more about the... The Fell family, yeah. Well, also, because I know that uh, Tori DeVito, I think, does come back to shoot something at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I think that the whole Fell storyline is, like, not over, and that's one of the reasons that they picked her. Well, Matt's at her crime scene, or the crime scene where she died and a bunch of other people died, and and he's asking about the sheriff, you know, fleeing. Mm -hmm. The sheriff's gone. He can't handle all of his craziness. (laughs) I wouldn't. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I thought right there, that's a little hint that he wants to, he's going to go back to being sheriff. Well, this has been planted for so long. They mm-hmm. even talked about a spinoff at one point. Right. About Matt being the sheriff. So I was like, okay, now you're making sense of this. Oh my gosh. When they were talking about this too, I just, I kind of forgot about his Penny, about Penny. Yeah. And just makes me really sad, like, that they did that with his character. I just, I really hate that. Well, I, I get that, but also, I don't think we knew Penny well enough to really feel her death. Well, yeah, but I feel bad that Matt did that, for Matt's sake, for him that we've known for so many years. Yeah. But I know. But I agree it, about not knowing Penny too much. Yeah. And I, you know, he, I felt bad for him from the second they got, like, when Elena turned into a vampire. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this, this sucks. This really sucks for you. Yeah. Um, Well, we've got Caroline calling him, roping him into the whole situation, bringing Dad back. She needs the bell for Sybil because that's the only reason, like, way she'll help with the mind, which she didn't really help that much. She honestly didn't. I mean, they both, I think, are just petulant children. Yeah. Yeah, Celine you're talking about? Yeah, because she shows up. But they both, the two of them, like, when they start, you know, you're like, wow, they're so immature. Right. Well, Celine shows up and she says... How this whole bell works, to kill Sybil, you have to ring it 12 times, and the person, it has to be of Matt's bloodline. Mm-hmm. So one of them has to ring it 12 times, and she didn't tell the whole thing. We've been saying this forever. We're like, she's not telling the truth. She's got some stuff, you know, she's not talking about, she's not telling us, and she finally does. 
that um so basically the bell kills a siren with hellfire and the world that he created so this hell place i'm assuming right is a massive psychic imprint of his death which he burned at the stake so there we go that's hell so it's a bunch of fire a bunch of burning people suffering so um this bell will rip a hole straight open to Cade and it wipes out everything for miles. So it will kill thousands right. of people. It, yes, all around Mystic Falls. Mm-hmm. All, okay, I'm, so I get that part. The person that rings the bell, they're dying, right? So they die. So Matt was supposed to die with the death that. Oh, because he's in the area. Because he'll be in Mystic Falls as the bell, you know, after the 12th time. We don't know how fast this thing acts, but she said she's going to be gone from here because she's not going to deal with it. She's not going to be, mm-hmm. you know, killed. Um, does that answer what you were questioning? Or what, well, what are no. What my big question was that because we thought that the bell somehow opened the gate to hell, right? So we only rung it 11 times, and that was enough for Cade to come through, but, like, not... So if it was to have rung 12 times, would everybody in hell come out of hell? I think there's a possibility of that. But then if everybody's going to die with for, you know, several miles, would those people even survive coming out? I think, like, we might see the people come back from hell because it was only 11 times and Cade was able to step through. And, you know, maybe that's because he's Cade, so he's the only one. But maybe him stepping through leaves a rip, like a permanent rip. And then oh, the souls a... start coming out. Katie, that is really smart. Thank you. That's a really good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we have Stefan compelling Matt. Listen, forgive Damon or ring this 12 times by the top of the hour. I'm so mad at him being this ripper Stefan. Are you? How do you feel about him? I, I don't like it. I'm <laughs> mad. I'm really you're like, mad. You're like Caroline. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, it... I I always switch off. I've always switched off who I like with Elena more, and I've always switched off with who could be more evil. Because both Stefan and Damon, on their worst days, I mean, they're bad and they're bad differently. I don't think there's a good and a bad brother. I think that they can both be good and bad, like you just said. And I think that that's interesting, too, with Celine and, and Sybil. We've been saying this whole time, like, who's good, who's bad? Oh, I don't okay. think it's that. See, this is one of the reasons I thought your comment was so genius. Um, Rianne Beagles said, kind of like the other side in season three, ripping it open. Do you remember that? Yeah. So this could be, and this essentially is kind of like the other side, right? Yeah. Because it's hell. Yeah, the, the other, other side was purgatory. It's like what you wait for until you get there. Now there's no more other sides, so they're just going straight to hell at this yeah. point. Wow. And now we're going to get them back. Well, I'm hoping anyway. Um, how did you feel about Matt and his dad? Like after Matt was compelled, Matt saying, Dad, get out of here. And then, you know, Dad, you have to kill me. Kill me. And he was provoking him. He was punching him. And it was just so sad. And, and finally the dad was going to kill him. Yeah, uh, I'm so, I was just expecting the dad to have some undercover cool thing about him, but honestly, he's kind of a coward and just, um, like, doesn't, and when he said he didn't even want to, like, think about Vicky's death, that he never likes to think about her. Yeah. 
I mean, that's terrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. He He's blocking her out. Maybe that's how he copes with death, though. I just was expecting him to be this kind of, like, ooh, he has a lot of secrets. But really, he's just, like, runs away from everything. Well, I mean, Matt, too, like, with his dad, he he's, he's like his dad in the sense that Matt's always struggled with, like, I don't forgive Damon. Like, he's done so many horrible things. Why are we forgiving him all the time? And it's really hard for him to actually forgive him. He's mad. Maybe it's, maybe it's okay he's suffering. And, you know, when he asks his dad, what would you want to do to the guy who killed your daughter you know mm-hmm. what would you would you want him to suffer or would you want to save him and he said let him suffer so that's where matt's getting it from well i did just think it was an impossible position position that caroline put him to because you know matt even explains it on the phone like hello you really want me to give you something that could save the person that killed my sister yeah and and caroline's like oh right yeah blah blah, blah. she keeps i mean it was her just such in panic mode, but I do feel like we all forgave Damon, forgave Damon very fast. Right. Um, and I knew that was going to happen. And, you know, Ian Summerholder's eyes can just do that to people. But I completely understood where Matt was coming from. Yeah. Well, the very, you know, right before the last bell, it was about to be rung 12 times, um, Damon shows up and saves the day, and Matt says, I forgive you. Do you think he was saying that to his dad, who says, Matt, listen, I'm so sorry, like, I, you know, he was about to kill him to save Mystic Falls, and Matt says, I forgive you. Was he looking at Damon? No. Or was he saying that to dad? No, I think he was saying that to his dad, because later, when they have that conversation, he's like, no, we're not good, but But we could be good. What if he, like, was saying that in the moment to Damon, like, maybe me saying the words will stop this, you know, compelling... Maybe. Well, because I thought right before that happened, his father said, I'm so so sorry. And so, and I think it was like before he dies saying, I forgive you to his father and expecting those to be his last words. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Well, when we talking about Damon's apologies, when he apologizes to Matt, um, I thought it was really sweet. I, lo- I did. I loved it. I yeah. really loved it. And I almost was worried, is this the last time we're going to see Matt? Like, it almost felt like a goodbye. Like, he's going to go off and be the sheriff now. Yeah. I mean, I hope. I don't think so. I hope we see everybody in the finale. Mm-hmm. Me too. Maybe he's gone until then. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I, I okay, I like that they made his family significant and all that. They kind of explained it. But for me, I'm like, there's still more. Um, that is that we need from Matt and that we need from his entire family that's really important to this whole thing. Well, also, too, the bell. Yeah, we didn't ring it the 12th time, and now we've got issues with Cade coming through and, the, you know, possibly others coming through, so maybe he has to stick around because of the bell. Like, it's not over. Do you think the bell... Well, no, uh, his dad took the bell, and Damon said, are you going to run after him? And he's like, no. So, I just hope not, but... Well, probably we'll see it again, right? I think so, and I don't know, I'm not... Del- his dad was written into the show for more than this. I really think that this could... His dad is going to bring more. How do you reverse this whole thing? How do you reverse Ring a Bell? Um, I don't think you can. I think that the bell, though, is also going to serve another purpose once the bell... Once everybody gets out. You know, it could maybe bring people back in. I'm not sure. Okay. My favorite part of this episode was Damon talking to Bonnie. 
Yeah, it was great. And he just said the letter out loud. So does this mean he was hearing everything that was going on in his subconscious, right? He was he was aware because Bonnie's like, listen, I'm not going to read this until he can read it to me. And he just started reading it or reciting it to her when he saw her. Yeah, I was just like, this is a bit dramatic. You thought I, it was dramatic? I, I mean, I wrote it down. I liked it. But I was just like, Ian Summerholder is in full-on monologue mode. And this is, well, to me, I was like, okay, this is the d- goodbye tour. This is the start of, like, the goodbye tour of him kind of righting all of his wrongs and, you know, saying the things he's always wanted to say. And I just feel like everything he said this episode that wasn't in his head that was, like, to the people when he got out, it was just, like, it could be his last words or it could – it just is very meaningful. He's, like, in a place that, like, he means what he says and he wants to say them. Which I love, but I'm also worried because technically he's still working for Cade. Okay, again, like uh, what we said at the beginning of the episode. I mean, Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense. He can't get out of this. How is he out of this now? That's the whole point, that they can't get out of it. Right. Well, maybe maybe there's a loophole. I don't know. I mean, we do know that Kai comes back and he said no loopholes, so... There's always a loophole. There's always a loophole. That's exactly right. I was uh, hysterical during this letter um, reciting, though. I was I was crying. Yeah, I wrote. Let's see. I wrote a couple things down from it that I really. Oh, oh God, this was really good. I think I cried at this part too. You're going to make me face a future without Elena, but you will also make me the best person I could possibly be, just like she did. Oh, I know, because they're just best friends. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, Erica Walker in the chat, Bayman gave me life, and I do. And I do like that. You know, now that Bonnie is Enzo, too, we don't need to, like, romantically pair them anymore. Because for so long, people were like, you know, oh, they're supposed to, like, Bayman, Bayman. Mm-hmm. It's a friendship, actually. And it's, that's what it's best served for, their relationship, is friends and being yeah. there for each other. And it doesn't, I didn't feel any romance here. I felt like true. True friendship. Yeah, love and friendship. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Um, let's talk a little bit about Sterline. yeah. Uh, not looking you, up for them. Yeah. I feel bad about it. Me too. I feel really bad for Caroline. Yeah. Do you think that we're going to have them be together in the end? Do you think it's going to turn itself around in these last six episodes? I'm not sure because I'm going to be real with you guys. I don't necessarily trust the writers anymore. Mm. Um, I feel like my gut feelings are like what they would feel and they would write for a while, but... You know, my gut feeling has kind of been this is beautiful and it's great and they love each other and I do like it, but they aren't meant to be and there's something, it's wrong place, wrong time kind of thing with them. It's just not, it's not ever really going to work. And I, I don't know, at this point I, I'm not sure if they, I think, because she, she said, she's like, I'm going to get you out of this. But after that, I don't know. I think it is going to be Damon to pull him out. And she realizes that now, she said to him. And I, um... He was just so hard on her, too, the whole episode. And then he made that, like, horrible joke that he's he's sorry, you know, he's come back to get her to marry him again. Like, Yeah. And then you saw it in her face, like, oh, really? Like, did he flip a switch back on, you know? Yeah. Um, and, again, a unicorn con 379 in the chat said, I love the last moment for Sterling. She said, hey, maybe it won't work out, but I love you, so I will try and I will get you back. Like, yeah. that was just, she's, that was amazing. She's mature. Mm-hmm. And um, I I do love that, you know, if we are going to end up with them being together at the end of the series, I do love that um, she really wanted him in the very beginning, in the first episode. Yeah, I know. It was funny. Um, 
I think what's interesting, though, about Stefan being this ripper is that Damon pushed him to turn his switch off. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe really Stefan is just the villain in all of this, and that's what they want us to think by the end. And But I just, from what we've seen, Damon has done so much worse. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Well, we end the episode with Sybil and Celine, you know, trying to be friends again <laughs> and forgiveness, and but they, we see that they can't because, like you said, they're just... Just childish. Yeah. And um, Cade comes through, and he's in the flesh 11 times, being, you know, the bell rung 11 times, allows him to walk through, and then he sets them on fire. Mm-hmm. I do think that's bye-bye to the sirens. For good. I really do think so, yeah. Let us know what you guys think because I don't think there's enough time. So does that mean, if that's true, if it's bye-bye to the sirens, does that mean that Sybil didn't read the fine print of their deal or that Cade's just like, I don't care about a deal. This is what I want to do in this moment, so this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I think it's that, and now that he's kind of got his opening. But then it could also kind of, like, redo all the other deals that people have made with the devil, you know? Yeah. And that could undo them. I'm not really sure. Well, um, that's pretty interesting, and I'm I'm excited to um, figure out or find out what happens. Yeah, uh, Erica Walker, Sybil, and Celine got roasted. They yeah. did. Bye. I'm done. I'm done with them. I did enjoy them, you mm-hmm. know, I, but I honestly like the past couple years they could have been the villains, and I would have liked it. Uh, whereas, you know, we like we said we had uh, Reina and the Heretics, and I could have done with these girls earlier on, but it's too late now. Yeah, you're, well, we got to move on and, and close up our characters' stories yeah. nicely. Um, all right, let's get into a little bit of news and gossip. Yes! After Buzz TV News. So I think my heart stopped when I saw Nina Dobrev's Instagram post. Me too. Oh, my gosh. And I started tearing up. I mean, she is officially back for the finale. She posted the picture of her script mm-hmm. um, and said, you know, I know it's TBT, but this isn't a throwback. She's on set again. So, I mean, we've known. We've known that she's probably coming back for the finale. Yes. But now it's confirmed. She's filming. I'm so excited. I am too. And there's a lot of fun Instagram photos of her on set and everybody on set. So it's so exciting. We're all freaking out. <gasps> I'm getting the chills talking about it. Ah. I think still I, I'm holding out hope that she'll come back before then. Um, Me too, but I kind of don't think so. Well, you know, we've been talking about it too. Like in Tiana, I know mentioned like, well, they might not, you know, talk about her coming back until she does come back in that moment. But I think it's been such, everybody's been talking about it that they're like, well, why not release it now? Yeah. But if there are any more surprises, those will be surprises. Yes. And we do know also, we've known for months, I think that Kai is coming back. Mm-hmm. What, so, so episode, um, what episode? For Kai? I'm not sure. Did, okay. I'm not sure if they release that or not, but he is coming back. Uh yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the fact, because I still, like, a couple days before it happened, I was responding to fans in the uh, YouTube comments. Like, they're like, well, Elena's not coming back. And I was like, actually, pretty sure she's going to be coming back soon. So then yeah. they announced it. And, and we have it on our Twitter. If you guys haven't seen the um, picture of that, we tweeted it out. So Yes, very exciting. And um, let's get into some predictions. Yes. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, so next week we see, I love these lights, next week we see uh, Cade telling Damon that either you have to kill 100 strangers or the love of your brother's life. And he used the love of your brother's life. Not Caroline, but he used those words. Mm. 
Oh, God, are we going to be bringing this love triangle back again? I'm not sure. Well, no, I mean, I know he was referring to Caroline in that in that moment, but I, I just... Oh, right. Oh, at the moment, Caroline. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. That, what, Damon's not going to kill her is what you're saying, right? No, he's yeah. fine now. Damon's got this under control. He knows his brother is uh, down for the count. He's going to kill 100 strangers, you think? No, I don't think... Oh, God, you know what? I don't know, but he's not going to kill Caroline. I mean, if he does kill 100 strangers, I can see him going after the bad, bad, bad guys, the killers, because... Like, go to a prison or something? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. Well, what else are you predicting? we got six episodes left. Uh, so, I do think that the people from hell will come back, and they mm-hmm. will come back in, like, actual... Something that's actually happening. Um, yeah. I really still want to stick by my prediction that it's going to be Catherine that comes back first, and then Elena, but now that I really think it's only going to be one episode... Like, I was hoping she would be in the last two, and it'd be yeah. Catherine first, and then Elena, but now I'm not so sure. I think Matt's dad is going to come back and maybe sacrifice himself for Matt because of everything he's done, so Matt can kind of, like, carry on the legacy. Like, if the bell has to be rung another time? Yeah, by, you know, um, by a Donovan, that he'll be like, let me do this for you guys. Right. And he'll be the one to do it. All right, yeah, and I, I definitely think that Cade coming through has made a rip, and we've got our loved ones in hell coming out um and i'm excited for that and i um i think the sirens are gone too yes i i do think they are they're done so i will say even though i really enjoyed them i think they're both great actresses yeah and i'd love to see them in other stuff and like i said i think they would have been great on the originals so yeah Who, who knows well until next week where can everybody find you on social media uh you guys can find me sam davidson at sam entertainment.com and twitter and instagram at sam d43 i just want to thank heather lagos designs for making these really fun necklaces and um, bracelet and check them out on instagram and i will see you next week tweet at me and you guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash AfterBuzz TV. We're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us that five star thumbs up. Leave a comment. Tweet us using the hashtag ABTVTVD. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 